Wild Talk Radio Network. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are And it is awesome. Satisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. What the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. Welcome to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sir Rockin. We're here. We're live. It's a Thursday night, and you know what that means. It's that Wild Talk Radio. It's that Rock Radio Show. It's twitch.tv slash WTR Live is where you can come and interact with us tonight, because we have things we're going to talk about on this show, and we're bringing back something we have not done in a very long time. I'll tell you in a minute. And something's back. And back probably for good for a while. I'm so bitter. 
I'm just so... But we still get to talk about it. We have a whole segment. Eventually, there'll probably be a new intro at some point for it. I just, I'm so bitter. Yeah, 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 I know you're bitter. But hey, it's fine. Is it? I mean, Yes, it is fine. It's totally fine. But we'll talk about we'll we'll talk about it. But let's get into the news presented as always by MBG Films, uh, youtube.com slash MBG twelve eleven. All right, so we are just going to uh, go right down the list because um, there's not really any major huge stories this week, which I'm grateful for. But we do have a couple things we have to talk about, which is that starting with WWE, Liv Morgan is set to guest star on Chucky on October 26th, so that will be fun. She got to go to the premiere of Chucky a few weeks last week or a couple weeks ago. She was very excited about that, and yeah, they asked her to be a part of the show, and here she is, going to be on it in. Uh... In a week or, uh, yeah, in a week or so from now. So good for her. Awesome. Um, Day one, hold up your finger, is no more. It has been canceled. It will not be here in Atlanta. Um, There are conflicts with football. Surprisingly, they hold, you know, national championships and other bowl games. I am so shocked that there are issues there that they're going to hold it up. Yeah, so they're no longer doing the show here. There's no word on if they're going to replace it with anything or uh, in terms of them coming to Atlanta. So if you had tickets, I'm sorry. I'm sure they've been fully refunded for you. I don't even, um, know, I don't even know if tickets were on sale yet. They would have had to have been or they would have been closed. Yeah, I think they were very close if they were. But I don't think they were actually made them on sale yet because it's, it's only October. You, you got some time. Well, if they hadn't put them on sale, then that was smart. But yeah, so they have not announced anything for Atlanta in terms of replacing it. Um, and as of now, there will be nothing between uh, the final pay-per-view of the year and Royal Rumble, which I think we're all okay with. I think that's perfectly fine. It's going to be weird because we're always used to having at least something in December. And last year, we didn't get it because it was day one. Hold up your finger. And... On January 1st, which was a fun, it was a fun show. Um, but yeah, it's going to be weird because it's going to be like almost two months without a premium live event from WWE. But I think what I assume and don't, I have no insider informations or anything like that. But I assume there's going to be an NXT premium live event mixed in there somewhere. So there will be some sort of WWE content in those two months. Probably. Um, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if they are, if the, if it's there or they don't replace it with something um, just to have filler in there, just to have something there. Um, it should be noted, too, that day one didn't really have a lot of legs because day one, New Year's Day isn't always on a Saturday or Sunday. So day one, hold up your finger. Doesn't make sense if it's not on day one. Um, so if they cancel it, that's not the worst thing in the world. They'll come up with another pay-per-view title. Although I think they have too many as it is. So this one could just be out. I had heard through the grapevine that they were, have been potentially looking at reducing the amount of premium live events on the calendar just to sort of make things, I think, a little bit easier for everybody and kind of space things out more evenly. Um, in terms of the schedule, because, you know, some of those are ridiculously tight tie lines and it doesn't help booking if you just basically do one event and then three weeks later you have to do the same thing all over again and you don't have time. So if they sort of space those out, which I think is what a lot of people want them to do, it would be very beneficial. Apparently, Cornelia Manson, the, the, the name is NXT Deadline is the next show. Okay. 
Not Dateline. Deadline. Why, why would it be Deadline? Dateline? Oh, <laughs> like the new show? No, Deadline. Not Dateline. Deadline. Um, I'm surprised it's... I don't, I don't know. NXT Deadline. It just... It doesn't have a ring the bell at all. I mean, NXT TakeOver Deadline? That's just... It, it just, Yeah. It, it, it just sort of... Mm. Kind of... Kind of... You, you know. Um, anyway... So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if that's that's a thing, or we'll get something in in its place. I don't know. Whatever. We'll we'll, we'll cover it. Wait, is it the, the tenth? Really? Interesting date. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna jump around and throw in a story before we move to, to since we're on that topic. Mm-hmm. ROH final battle will take place December 10th from Arlington, Texas. So if that's the date. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh no. No 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 so, no no. If that's the rumor date and the ROH was and AW just announced final battle. Ooh. Oh. Oh no. man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that Sean talked about they want to hold events outside of the performance center at some point. I don't know if it'll be this year or maybe it may start next year just to sort of kick it off with a bang. If they want to get out beside the PC, there's plenty of places um, to do it in Florida to start with if they don't want to travel too far since they're not doing an event um, anywhere else at this moment. Well, you can tell that there's just a definitive change in NXT and the fact that beyond the 2.0, the fact that they are trying to basically revive NXT and make it more special, make it more impactful. It is, I feel like, being viewed as a legitimate brand again versus just developmental. And it is still definitely developmental. Oh, it's, but... it's 100% developmental, and but they're trying to... I wouldn't even say they're trying to make it a new brand. I think they're trying to truly develop them by putting them on the road and putting them, you know, do house shows again and just sort of... Oh, yeah. Make it a show again. Yeah, they're trying to capitalize on it as well, though, financially. So it's like they, I think they saw success in taking the show out on the road because it used to do house shows, but taking, making an NXT a light touring brand doesn't hurt anything, especially if they can make the money back on it. And you take the talent around and you have them experience that life. Because that is one of, I feel like, the hardest adjustments in WWE that they can't manufacture in NXT is the travel schedule and the road life and doing all of that and adjusting to all of that. Like the NXT wrestlers have the benefit of being in Orlando and being in Florida. So they get to go home to their families every night mm-hmm. or they get to go home to their friends every night and they get to see everybody and they don't have that hard travel schedule of what the main roster talent have, which is they're gone upwards of 300 days a year and they're missing everything. So if they can manufacture that schedule even a little bit, it might, it would be hugely beneficial, I feel like, to other, you know, to other wrestlers and other talent in terms of helping them adjust. I'm trying to why Taylor Swift is on my screen right now. I don't know why. I'm confused. But, um... Music videos. I'm watching football. What the fuck is this? (laughs) I could not tell you. It's Taylor Swift Midnight. Available Midnight. Listen to her. She has a new album, everybody. Go get T. Swift's new album. It's available at Midnight. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) I'm just sitting here. I'm like, why am I getting a commercial for Taylor Swift? 
Anyway, um, where she's trying to be edgy is like the 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 fuck. Um, but anyway, yeah. So they're they're trying to capitalize on the NFC brand as a whole. And I wasn't saying that they're trying to make it a legitimate third brand, but I think, like I said, they're seeing it as that where it's something that they can make money off of versus the change to 2.0, where it was we are strictly going to take it back to developmental. We're not going to try to really utilize it in any way, shape, or form. It, it we have the TV deal, so we have to. Reduce content for it because i i have a feeling that like if the tv deal went away they wouldn't really be doing much of anything with it it would just go back to strictly developmental which it should be but it's like i feel like in the new era especially given hunter's passion for developmental that it's yeah no let's do stuff with it he's not writing for it like he's not doing anything with it but it's let let's put our backing back behind it they have a lot of money invested in developmental right now terms of the pc and everything like that and it's the future lifeblood and you have you have to get everybody ready and that was the one thing the pandemic did it, it, it shut down nxt developmental it 100 percent did mm-hmm. they had they stopped going on the road and now you're gonna put a bunch of kids on the road soon that have never been on the road so having a developmental system set up so they can go on the road and learn the road will be beneficial long term which is what it was doing beforehand and it worked uh-huh. it totally worked so moving on from there unfortunately g4 has shut down um and it was rather <laughs> awkward for the talent because most of them saw the press release on twitter they didn't see it in their email so that's a very awkward way to find out that you've been fired oh i saw so many people tweeting about it like that oh it was Avery woods was like oh on twitter i turned on the internet on the, on the phone and went oh oh okay cool have a job. Um, but yeah, a lot of them, like, we read the press release and cool. That it was, it was on uh, Deadline.com that Comcast pulled the plug. Wasn't drawing views. Wasn't making money. So. It shut it down. Because it never gained any traction on actual television. I, th- I don't think it ever made it back to traditional TV. But the YouTubes and the Twitch stuff, I don't think it was generating enough viewership to make it worth the cost. Because they hired a lot of talent and they built a whole building and everything like that. It just sort of. You need it more. And yeah. it, it wasn't delivering. No, it wasn't. But that's okay because um, the talent can go on and move on to other things and everything will work out in the end. But yeah, it just sucks. It sucks getting fired like that. Like, I know I'm sure I'm sure they emailed them first, but that's an instance where you like, especially for Woods, who was on a plane. I don't think there was a lot you could do. There was one of the other ones who was on the plane, too. One of the girls was like flying back from her grandmother's funeral and she saw it. Oh, God. Which really sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so hopefully everything works out for the best for everybody. Moving on to AEW, Chris Jericho has signed a brand new contract extension with the company. He's also taking on a brand new role as a creative advisor and continuing his role as a mentor. Yeah, so here, here we're going to read it because they sent the thing. Tony Khan announced that Chris Jericho, the Ring of Honor world champion and leader of the Jericho Appreciation Society, has signed a contract extension through December 2025, keeping sports entertainment alive and well in AEW for the foreseeable future. Jericho will also increase his responsibilities within AEW, serving as a producer and creative advisor, in addition to continuing as a mentor to young talent. There's so much verbiage in that state in that one paragraph that's just yeah. The pro wrestling company is using the phrase sports entertainment because that's the gimmick, but also announcing the Ring of Honor world champion signs an AEW contract extension. You know, like like you do. <laughs> 
But I think what's what's the more interesting point is the fact that Chris Jericho is taking more of an office role in this update. Uh, this coincides with John Moxley, who has also resigned taking on more of an office role as well um so i have to kind of wonder if this isn't a subtle sign of things that are potentially supposed to come in aw especially pertaining to the uh situation that they find themselves in where three of their evps are still suspended and their former world champion is also suspended so you can only guess what's going on in the company but i feel like especially with jericho going into a creative role which is what he has agreed to take on that that speaks volumes in terms of what's going on in that company yeah he's going to sort of play a, a you know a, a big role in sort of just keeping the direction of the company going and yeah it, it it it's very telling in terms of who will have power when they may or may not come back imagine a world chat where kenny omega is in the royal rumble this year oh my god <laughs> it won't happen just like cody didn't happen but then cody showed up at wrestlemania so anything's possible brother um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. That's, that's the best way to put it. It's interesting. Yeah. There's, and there is no movement on that story, by the way. Uh, other than, terms... other than the one, th- one thing of the next, uh, next, next story. Next story. There is no movement. Um, a steal and an update <laughs> there is no longer with AEW. I don't think anybody is especially surprised by this. No, there is. There's one person. Who? Him. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> he would be fired. I don't know the full story, and I don't know. I don't want to judge, but considering what happened, you you have to always figure that if you throw hands at work, you're gonna get fired. I'm sorry. Like that's just no matter where you work, if you throw hands, you're you're probably gonna get let let go unless you can fully justify self defense. And maybe that's what he thought he did. I don't know. I. I have no idea what he told them, and I do not want to make fun or speculate, because it's certainly not funny. Um, but yes, unfortunately, he is no longer with the company, so that isn't... He's one of the first ones that was actually a part yeah. of the incident um, to receive a punishment. The others that were involved, there is no movement. Um, there's supposed legal action being threatened by somebody. If the investigation and if anything else moves forward, nobody knows who that is. You can make your assumptions all you want, but there has been no confirmation on what is actually happening with that situation or when anybody's going to be brought back if they're going to be brought back um i'm sure they are trying to hash it out since they have officially let somebody go that would indicate that they at least have enough that they can start to make some determinations surrounding the situation with specific individuals yeah the, he, the quote was yeah no he thought the opposite he was going to stay um so here we are. I mean, you bit somebody and you threw a chair at someone. It, like, it's just one of those things. I mean... Like, when when you bite people at work, that's just... That's, no. a, that's going a little over the line. Across the line. Especially in a visible spot, because I think, what, Kenny O'Megan showed up, like, a week later and you could see where he got bit. Yep, so there's more pictures coming out from it, too, from, you know, in videos. Yeah. You can clearly see the bite mark. Yeah. You know, it happens. <laughs> Moving on, um... The Kingdom has joined AEW. Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and Marie Canellis have come on board, and they're going to work 
with AWROH. No determination, I think, on where they're actually going or if they're going to kind of bounce between the brands, but they are now in AEW, so congratulations to them. Yeah, there, there was talk about uh, Matt Taven maybe going to WWE, but it was all talk, so they're not officially all elite. They have not been given the graphic yet, but they're working with the company, so one would assume they'll be all elite or whatever the ring they've joined the code of honor i don't i don't know whatever the thing is they'll do for that well maria was really active in the roh women's division she was i think running it there at the end and i think mike bennett was really heavily involved in roh as well so it makes sense that if you are going to try to revive roh that you bring in some of the key players that were working with the company at the time of the close and especially if you're going to develop a women's division for the company, which they may or may not, um, Maria is a good pickup for that. So we'll see. We shall. And, well, we already noted the final battle for ROH, but we have to talk about the Blame Brents. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulders snapping. It's this week's Injury Roundup. In a rather scary moment on uh, AEW on Tuesday night, Adam Page got knocked out and got a concussion. Hashtag blame Brent. They had to stretcher him out of the ring and take him backstage um, because he was actually out cold for a minute. He's okay. He's fine. He's banged up. Um, he's very grateful to everybody who was worried about him. But yeah, a very scary moment in in the show because he took an elbow to the face, basically. And then he just sort of like falls to the mat and he landed on his head. Yeah, they, they, so, the clothesline sort of just rocked him really good. Yeah, so, but he's okay. He's going to be fine. He just, he needs, he needs to rest. So. Just don't let the Miami doctors anywhere near him. Why? The, the whole Tua thing with the concussion, where they just said he was cleared. Oh, uh, right, that. That, see? see, see yeah. It's like, I, I was trying to figure out, I'm like, wait, what? The, the Miami what? doctors would just clear anybody, just, anyway. Anyway, let's do the SmackDown throwdown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's SmackDown throwdown. Yes! 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 Wow, it really is very outdated. That's super old. <laughs> we had another one. Hold on. Before we get to what we're doing in this, we're just going to get to it really fast. Because there's an updated one. But I remember you didn't like the updated one. Because um, I updated it and we changed because Brian was not there or something. Uh, where was it? Right over... The SmackDown Throwdown, the 2019 version. Welcome everyone to this week's SmackDown Throwdown. The best in the world! I guess that's better. I don't know. It's updated. It's, uh, it, it, I mean, neither is with the company, but hey. I mean, we, we, we don't have to use either intro. We could just do the SmackDown throwdown and just go into it. No, we have bumpers. This is what we do. We'll just make a new one. <laughs> he just needs to talk more. We'll make more. Anyway, we're here to talk about one thing and one thing only. So, making his triumphant, and I do mean triumphant return to WWE SmackDown... <laughs> the boo-boo, the bray, he's back. 
Bray Wyatt is officially on SmackDown. Hunter, we need to talk about this. I get least I go drinking on Friday nights. Like at least they were nice to me and they waited to put him on at the end. But I go drinking on Fridays. This is just not acceptable. He should be on Mondays. Mondays are better for me. <laughs> they fit your schedule. They fit to me. <laughs> anyway, no, they don't. They don't fit to me at all. Um, it's whatever works best for them. But what's best for business? What's best for business, and what's best for business is that Bray Wyatt is on SmackDown. So we had Mr. Wyatt walk to the ring with his lantern doing his new entrance, which I'm not sure I'm crazy about the little room that he walks out of. Like, it was a really cool visual when he came back. I don't know how I feel about it as an like as the, the entrance, but we'll see how it goes. Um, because that's going to become a pain in the ass to do every time. I think it's just for when he, re- for the comeback and for the initial return to SmackDown, and then we'll see. Um, because based on what happens, we don't know how often he's going to use it. So Bray walks out of his little room, he has his lantern, he's dressed in all black, um, but very casual all black, basically, in his street clothes as he walks to the ring. He savors the moment, he's slapping hands, he's back um we get a twirl we got a little twirl i've missed the twirl but he's back and he he blows out the lantern to much you know applause and you know all the things and it's just fantastic and he stands there and it's dark and the fans are chanting welcome back to him and cheering him and he's emotional it was as real ish as you're gonna get from him. That was probably as close to Wyndham as we will ever see. Um, but he he comes out, and for a minute I thought they were ribbing Paige because one of the first things he says is, "I'm nervous, I'm nervous." But he's like, you know, he thanks the fans for being back, and I don't remember exactly what he said because it's been six days since I saw it, and I've Genshin since then. Um. So he's been he's glad that everyone was there for him when even as his lowest of lows, they kept looking for him, kept trying to find him. And they kept, you know, mentioning him. And yeah, he's met people. And then, you know, they 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 talked about, you know, meeting him and how he's inspired them and and things like that. And, you know, whenever they're having, you know, whenever he's having a bad day, you know, they, they were the ones to bring him back up. He went. He lost his job. He lost his career. He thought everything was gone at one point. He lost two people very close to him um, in the last year or so. So he went through all the emotions and, and shed a tear. Yeah, he was crying. And every, everyone on Twitter was, oh, oh, Bray, oh. Yeah, you've never wanted to hug a human more than when he, because at one point he said, when he's talking about everything he's lost, that he was like, I thought everything I ever did didn't matter, that it was all gone. And it's like, oh my God, let me hug you. Because it did matter, right? It did matter. And the fact that, like, he put that out there, that he heard us and he saw us and he knew, which of course he knew. You know, but it's it's the acknowledgement of y'all would not leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like I was gone and y'all tried and you you tweeted me and you mentioned me and you had me trend and you you guys came f- and found me and every time you guys saw me in public you always had a nice word and when are you coming back and you know, the fact that he did matter, the fact that he was beloved, the fact that we all wanted him back and we all viewed as what happened to him as an injustice. Or I shouldn't say all, but a lot of us viewed as what happened as an injustice to him and that 
we want him there. We want him back. And he is back. And he's elated to be back. And then, and then, as he's at the height of his emotional speech, the lights go dark. And the masked figure with the red eyes appears appears on the screen and we get our first tease of what the new character is potentially going to be which okay i have to say this and i mean no disrespect but the mouth on the mask bothers the shit out of me i don't know why i don't know why but it does it's basically a play on the um black phone mask i think that's what it's called and like the v for vendetta mask it's kind of a play on that but like the mouth on it just annoys the crap out of me and i think it's the way that they're shooting it because they're like right up on it and it has this really because you can tell that they built it for his face because it has the really heavy cheekbones and then it has like a smiling it's like basically like a devil face like the real classic sorry mistopheles type of face Mm -hmm. i'm gesturing um that that you think of um but hold on i'm looking up real quick what he said because um i feel like we need we need what the guy actually said or what he actually said in it um do we have it do you have it i don't have it do you have it looking for it so but the gist is basically you have you know come with me i think it was basically come with me your life is over your life is done come with me you have no idea who you're dealing with but you will so it is represented we so we have here, actual... here, 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 here we go oh little one my little, little one come 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 with me your life is done forget the future the future forget the past Life is over. Breathe your life. You got no idea who you're dealing with, do you? Oh, but you will. <laughs> you will. So, we'll see what we get as we progress. It should be noted that we'll probably have these teasers for quite a while. Um, It took a hot minute for The Fiend to show up, so I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if... um, Ordinary Bray gets consumed with this. whatever Whatever this is. The darkness within him is seizing control because like he said, you know, he thought that he could only be free inside his own mind. And now... He's free outside of his mind and sort of the darkness slash psychosis slash whatever possesses him is free. And because he has come back and he has returned, it can reconsume him again. Um, because that's basically what we were seeing is that Bray Wyatt exercised the demon within him and it was exercised upon his release. Because whatever had hold of him stayed in WWE and it stayed with Alexa, which is a really nice sort of like reference that the darkness stayed. He went, mm-hmm. but the darkness stayed. And she's sort of gotten rid of it and it started to reabsorb her and now he's back and it's coming for him. So it's a really nice little storytelling thing, the way that they're doing that. And it, it explains basically what happened to him and how when he left, he was no longer Bray Wyatt. He was Wyndham Six or he was Wyatt Six or whatever. Wyndham Six, I think. Whichever, whatever, you know. Whichever yeah. everyone now makes out to be Wyatt Six and that's a story of you know everyone trying I, I Karen's like if you want me to join the way in six maybe I will like no one's stopped forcing things internets just just enjoy the ride just let it happen just let him tell the story because like I keep 
keep saying, we are going to see something that we have never seen before. We are about to get a Bray Wyatt, a brand new Bray Wyatt that we have never, ever seen. And it is coming under the guidance of Hunter and not Vince. And the difference, we're going to feel it with Bray. Because Hunter, Hunter's inclination, I feel like, based on the interview he gave, is to guide Bray. But ultimately, it's Bray's going to do Bray. And Hunter's just kind of there to, like, okay, all right, all right, let's focus that, put a pin in the rest, let's run with this, and see how it goes. Yeah. That's Hunter's job with him. Because Bray is going to give him all the creative Hunter could ever want. Hunter's just got to capitalize on it. That's it. That's that's what you're dealing with in Bray Wyatt. So we are about to see something we have never seen before out of him and potentially in WWE in general. And that's what makes this really exciting is it could be really good or it could be really bad. We don't know. But if if he can reinvent himself at least twice before... And create one of the most successful gimmicks WWE has had in modern memory. He can do it again. And I have a funny feeling he's going to do it again. Because what he's very, very good at is creating not only something that's engaging, but something that WWE can market. Which is the twofold process to being a top star. Is that you have something that they can capitalize off of that they can merchandise, that they can make money also off of, but is also an attraction. is also something that people want to see, that they'll pay to see. Bray is exceptionally good at doing that. So it's like, just stop trying to have him be in a faction. Stop. Just stop. Okay? We have no idea what's coming, and nothing anyone says on the internet is going to influence what he does. Because nobody will know what he's doing but him and a couple of writers. <laughs> That's yeah. about it. Yeah, it's like nobody's going to influence this on the internet. Nobody. Because we don't know what's coming. It's already set in stone. It's already set up. They've had props made for it. Just go for it. Just go with it. Okay, everybody? Just calm the fuck down. Let's just go with it. And if Carrion ends up being in in it, great. If Finn ends up being in it, great. If no one ends up in being in it and just Wyndham being Wyndham and doing his own thing for a while, that's fine. I feel like that's what he should be doing. But they may want to put him in a faction. We'll see. Yeah. But just go with it. Indeed. So with that, I say we take our first and only break of the evening. And when we come back, we are going to be talking all about Halloween Havoc. Oh, yeah. Yes, we're talking about NXT on this show, guys. Smackdown um, and NXT? What is this, two years ago? Right? Um, so, you know, come check it out. It's it's going to be a fairly light preview. I'm going to warn everybody now, but we are going to talk about it. So you're listening to The Rack right here on WallTalkRadio.com, and we'll be right back.
What is the greatest of all time? Saturday nights. We decide from sports, video games, movies and even the X-rated. You help us decide what is the greatest of all time. It is the greatest and great debate, a part of your Saturday night. CB Radio Saturday night Midnight is Houston On the Wild Talk Radio Network Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime It's the easiest way to help support us for free what you hear subscribe to the rack on apple podcasts just search for the rack radio show and while you're there leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a thursday night every monday night once monday night raw ends the raw post show goes live you want to hear a story get the hell yeah join Lindsay and sir rockin as they give their opinions on what they liked what? What they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Go Stone Cold Simpson. Did you know you can use support a creator code ROCKINSOCK in the Fortnite item shop? That's R-O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana of the Art of Wrestling podcast, but right now you're listening to the Rack Radio Show. The Wildcat Network. Wild Talk Radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wild Talk Radio. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana from the Art of Wrestling podcast, but right now you're listening to the Rack Radio, the Wildcat Radio Network. Wild Talk. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we should keep it. I think it's funny. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana from the Art of Wrestling podcast, but right now you're listening to Rack Radio. On Wild Talk Radio. Perfect. Wait, I'll do Rack Radio Show, sorry. All right, one more time. One more time. Hey, guys, this is Colt Cabana from the Art of Wrestling podcast, but right now you're listening to the Rack Radio Show on Wild Talk Radio. Take four. I'm a take four <laughs> Now I don't feel so bad.
And well, back to the rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on WildTalkRadio.com, RockRadioShow.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. And with that, Tweet of the Week. to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place and I was so bitter until I found Twitter oh a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving my addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline cause I won't stop tweeting no I'm going to apologize for this in advance. I am terribly sorry, but it's funny. Nazi H. Tarsha, who, if you don't know who he is, he is the voice of Al Haytham in Gidgeon Impact. It sucks being a Middle Eastern actor. I can't say, I can't wait to blow up without people thinking I'm talking about my career. Chris Acne, Nazi, shaking head emoji, or gif, Alejandro Saab, bro. Christina Costello, dang. Your tweet really blew. Your tweet really blew up, huh? I'll see myself out. Bye. And that's all I have. So someone highlights two tweets back to back and tweeted them at Caleb Braxton. The tweets were: LeBron James Halloween Ends was so good. At Jamie Lee Curtis was you're such a legend. Michael Myers is and Michael Myers a badass. Michael Myers. Okay, and then he tweeted Kayla's t- comment: Just got around to watching Halloween Ends, and man, I'm at a loss for words. WTF was that? As a longtime fan of the franchise, I'm a little bit ticked off. Kayla tweets, LeBron's take flops harder than he does on the court. Oh! Ken Jeong tweets, hashtag MGF. MGF tweets, suck on my kosher nuts, Mr. Chow. Wow. I think he was comprising him, I think, at one point. And then he replied with a gif and it spout from there. But yeah, everyone wants a piece of the MJF. Popular guy. He is a popular guy. But that's Tweet of the Week. Let's get into Halloween Havoc live this Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Peacocks and the WWE Networks worldwide. Let's talk about it. Okay, so I'm going to basically preface this preview by stating that I have not watched NXT in months. Um, The reason why we have stopped covering it on the show was because it honestly was just not interesting to both of us. And it's something that if I want to watch it, I'll watch it. But most of the time, I just, there was nothing, as much as I love Cameron Grimes, there was just nothing else really on there that kept me interested enough to watch it or pay attention to it. And so I just stopped watching it. Um, so this is the first time that I've watched the show in a while. I have no idea what's going on in terms of the storyline, so I can't really speak to what's happening or who's with who or anything like that. So we're going to preview it based on what I saw on Tuesday. And we're going to fill, I'll fill in the gaps as, as much as I know, because I watched the show, but not as fully as I used to. 
Yeah, it's something that if I catch it, yeah, that either one of us catch it, we catch it. But it's it's like there's other stuff that I want to watch or there's other stuff that I want to do. And it's basically the same thing that happens with SmackDown, honestly, for me, is that SmackDown's on a Friday night. I do other things on a Friday night. If I remember to watch it, I remember to watch it. If I don't remember to watch it, I don't remember to watch it. Uh, NXT is very similar. It's not must-see TV. It's not like Monday night. And mainly Monday night is we have to do a show after it. So... Here we are. Here we are. Although, even <laughs> that's drink. questionable because uh, football. You drink on Tuesdays, too. <laughs> only only on the really bad days. Only on the really bad days. So let's get it, let's get into the show. Where do you want to start? Hi, Casey. Um, so let's just start at the bottom. The NXT Women's Championship, Mandy Rose, your champion, taking on Alba Fire. So Mandy had a tragedy in her, in her family, so she's been absent the last couple of weeks, so they slid Sonya Deville in from the main roster to come and try to take out Alba Fire with the rest of the girls from Toxic Attraction. Clearly, it's not working, and Mandy Rose is going up against Alba Fire this coming Saturday for the championship, and we've talked about it for months when we were covering the show on on a, on the regular. When is Mandy going to lose the title? We all kind of like eh, eventually she'll lose the title. She'll eventually drop it. She, I believe, is now the longest reigning NXT Women's Champion in history. The, the assistant to the assistant regional analyst could correct me if I'm wrong on that one because he's in the chat. He could correct. Wait, wow, Brent's actually here. So there's that. He can correct me if I'm wrong, but I know she's in that path and and going for it. With Hunter now in charge and we've seen Toxic Attraction, Gigi and JC on a couple of occasions be used on SmackDown, it kind of seems like we're headed there with the group. Um, so, there's that. Will it... Will... Mandy's being everybody you can possibly think of up to this point. If the new system holds true, which is that nobody stays down in NXT for very long, it would stand to reason that at some point Mandy and Toxic Attraction will come back up to the main roster. Um, honestly, based on what I saw, I actually kind of like Sonya with Toxic Attraction a lot better than I liked it with Mandy. Um, I still don't really care for it, but it's like I felt like Sonya, Sonya kind of fit the group a little bit better if that makes sense but it's neat it's neither here nor there but yeah i feel like at some point mandy and company will come up whether they're together or separate it's hard to say um so so question is shana's combined because isn't shana a two-time champ brand i think i'm not sure yeah i think shana is a two i'll see if you can confirm it continue but you have a credible challenger in alba fire um, I don't really know what's been going on between these two beyond seeing Sonya beat her up. So, uh, Alba wants title. Alba's coming to after Mandy, and that's where we're at. Alba certainly has the capability to take the title for Mandy. She is a former NXT UK champion, uh, or women's champion, so she she's beyond capable of taking Mandy's title. Um, I wouldn't mind not that i watch it that much but it would be nice to see a change in title because i think Matt, mandy has had it for a while yeah, it's, it's, just to it's just have that change over. it's a year or so now so like she's she's been carrying like they made her to, they made her champion early on in the rebrand and she's carried and i will admit mandy has blossomed in the new character like it's done wonders for her she has so, she has great confidence as a character right now. She never like she could do the Golden Goddess, but she never really worked. And then the stuff with Otis was the stuff with Otis, and we all loved it, but it didn't have legs. And then she couldn't really 
get anything going so by sending her down and just basically having her be the bitch the hot like the hot bitchy girl works and she I, carries it very very well and i think now with the new regime it will translate well on the main roster yeah so i can see her being called up and brought into the women's division because they need they honestly need more heels like that in the women's division especially on smackdown um raw i think is okay but they need to fill out the smackdown roster a little bit more and i think mandy would be a good fit there so yeah i i would say potentially alba takes it what do you think you put mandy with toxic attraction up there you have sony up there on smackdown you're good then in terms of talent yeah i think alba fire wins the belt um on on saturday i think that's if we we go in that scenario where she finally passes the torch and then we don't see them for a few weeks, and then you put them up on the main roster. I think I think that's the play. Um, Magic Eight Ball. Does Mandy Rose retain? All signs point to yes. Okay. And the wheel says wrestler three. It's wrestler three. You heard it. Wrestler, wrestler three. Two. It's wrestler well, three. Wrestler two, which would be the challenger, Albafire. It's wrestler three said wrestler three anyway next spin the wheel make the deal grayson waller is challenging apollo cruz this was introduced by chucky in a crossover um grayson did a nice job of selling this they've they've, um, had, they've had some back and forth apollo has some visions and, and which is weird I, I i don't get that whole thing but here we are um grayson waller i i mean He's a character. I have a feeling they're going to do some weird gimmick match with him to sort of fear for his life on, on Saturday. To say I'm looking forward to this one, it's like, eh, not particularly, no. It feels random. It, it it feels a little bit random. I mean, Apollo's had some moments with him, but I just, I don't know. I'm, it It's not something that's keeping my attention in this story. It's like, you turn on the show, it's, it's not one of those, oh, hey, there's a lot behind it type deals but we'll say i i i don't know I what like, they're i don't know what they're doing with apollo i thought he was going to come back to be normal but now they gave him visions and it's like uh, mm, i don't know i like grayson's a character i think he would make a better manager honestly than he does a wrestler but they're not into managers so we'll have to see but yeah i don't know i just it depends on the stipulation of this match it's hard to say but i, I have to go with a Apollo, I guess. I'll go Grayson just to be different. A ball. Apollo in. All signs point to yes. Wheel. Wrestler two. Grayson. Mm, okay. Good old fashioned ambulance match. Julius Creed taking on Damon Kemp. If Julius loses, Brutus Creed will have to leave NXT. So Damien has sort of split the wedge in, in the group of the Diamond Mind. He sort of t- he took out um. Roderick Strong, who did an emotional plea a couple weeks ago from a hospital bed, and probably will be there on Saturday in some, some wheelchair, probably to, I assume, help Damien screw over the Creeds. I, I don't know. We'll see. But <laughs> Damien Kemp has um, been the one trying to, to burn it all down. Julius and Brutus have been fighting the good fight, but I don't know. We'll see what type of person Julius is in terms of a singles competitor. He's worked really well as the, in the team. Uh, it's going to be a brawl. It's gonna be a lot of. It's gonna be heavy hitting, and for a while, I don't see it going a long time. 
Um, yeah, I, I, hmm. I don't think they're going to split the creeds up, so Julius will end up winning somehow. But I can see the creeds headed up to the main roster at some point too. Yeah, I can see they need to do something with the creeds because basically what I remember about the Diamond Mine it had kind of run the course, and without um Mr. Hathaway, it's just not the same. Like he he helped sell that and he helped make it. So I'm all for taking the creeds out of um out of the diamond mine and potentially out of NXT and just starting anew with them. Um so I will go with Damon. Yeah, I'll go, I'm gonna go Julius. So you go Damon, I'll go Julius. Uh April Damien most likely wins. Magical wheel of fun. Wrestler 2. That would be Damon Kemp. Spin the wheel, make the deal, Wilds, weapons, match. Yeah, so they spun the wheel a week ago to make to, to set the match up, which is... Roxanne Perez versus Cora Jade, and thank you, Jesus, for taking the skateboard away from Cora Jade. <laughs> she now has a fancy bat. Um, it s- works so much better for her. Just the, the the black kendo stick is just all the things. It works. It's such a better accessory. Not to say that the skateboard wasn't cute, but is like can can we do something else? And they did something else, and I like it. I personally, I like it a lot better. I think she looks better with it. She looks more badass with it. She does. Is, it's, the, it's the look they're going for with her. Um, they've turned Cora heel. It seems like it's working. It is, she it, had. It, it is working. Yeah. Uh, I think Roxanne had a match with Rhea. Yep, it was a pick. It was, it was pick your poison. Rhea did Roxanne clearly in the middle of the ring, and Cora, yeah. Cora took on Raquel. I mean, you know, Rhea could do that to all of us, and it would be fine. She, but yeah, she likes to. You know, she likes to mount. She she does, and again, we would all be fine with it. Moving on. Um, I feel like this is going to be a good match. This is going to be an aggressive match. This is former tag team partners turned against each other. There's a personal beef there. Um. I, from what I remember, and it's, like I said, this is me going off what I remember, yeah. based on the last time I watched it in this week. Um, so, in terms of who's going to win... You know, okay, so, Roxanne's fit really well up on the main roster. She came in on SmackDown, she handled herself really well um, against Damage Control on, on, on SmackDown. She fits in really well. I think there's a lot of hope for her on the main roster, in terms of, you know, she could be that under fighting underdog character a little bit. I think mm-hmm. it, it will work really well for her. Cora's finding her own. It feels like Cora needs this win more than Roxanne does. And specifically since it's a weapons match, you can get away with Cora beating Roxanne and then them doing another match where Roxanne gets the final pain on her. Um I don't I think they fought once. Brent went, you know, back left work finally uh, so you can't answer it for me but I think they had one previous encounter a few weeks ago on NXT I'm trying to remember exactly but it, it's I'm drawing a blank um, off the top of my head but I'm yeah. zero help to you there I, I know I, I know you are but yeah it was back in August when they fought Um, I don't know I, I just I think this one goes to um Cora in this one I think we're going Cora they fought, I think, at NXT's at last NXT. Cora, Cora won last one. Oh, Cora won the last one? Then Roxanne. Oh, then I guess this one goes to Roxanne if Cora won the first one. Um, yeah, I'm look, I'm trying to, to look it up at the moment. Um, it's like, what's the website again? All right, that's this one. Um, so many websites to look up things. Cora Jade. So if, if Cora won the last one, then it's gotta go the other way. Um, do, 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 Cora Jade a heat wave. Yeah, it was heat wave. 
Square beat Roxanne. So yeah, Roxanne should get this one then. I'll go Roxanne. I'll I'll go Roxanne. I that sounds good. <laughs> I'm trying to do the logic in my head. If you, if you even it up and then you go from there. Uh, Magic Eight Ball Cora. It is certain Cora J wins. Wheel. Wrestler two. Which is Cora, I believe, on our sheet. Yep. Cora. There you go. So the objects are against us. North American Championship is on the line in a ladder match. Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams versus Oro Minsa versus Wes Lee versus Vaughn Wagner with Mr. Stone versus Nathan Frazier. I have no idea. I'm going to have to Google people. Hold on. So I watched watched the, the show. I didn't know who Oro Minsa was for a while. And then I heard, oh, he's from NXT UK. It's like, oh. Okay, got it. That makes sense. So Carmelo Hayes was the NXT um, North American champion. He then lost the belt to uh, Solo, but because Solo was not an official competitor, what ha- or what have you, he um, the match resulted in count, so they had to make it. You know, they had to strip the belt and give, make it vacant, and vacant had to sell the belt for about a few weeks. And Car- Carmelo thought he would be champion right away. He was not. So they've been building contenders week after week and trying to get them all into this match. And this is why we have this the five men we do. I f- I feel like. Because we've already done the story of Carmelo losing the belt. Don't know if he wins it back here. feel like we're at a point with him where I think he has to move up a division. Or up on the main roster. Because he just did um, a, a dark match or main event match not too long ago. So did Von Wagner. They both did. Um, I just... Hmm, I don't know. I feel like going back to Carmelo is not the play. But no one in this, other, in this match really strikes me as... I must see... Wesley, you know, we all know the story there. He lost his partner, and so he's been fighting his way back. Von Wagner still hasn't found a personality. They're trying. Again, I didn't know... Really hard. I didn't know who Ura Mensa was. And then there's Nathan Frazier also coming over from the UK. So we're we're trying to mix in enough people. If I had to put money on it, and I don't, but I'll just say we do. Say Nathan Frazier walked out with the belt. Get out of my head. (laughs) I was going to pick him. Oh, you still can. But I, I was just breaking it all down in my head. I was like, that's kind of the one I would go with. I would say, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Nathan Frazier. I, all of that makes sense. I, I don't know what's been going on, like I keep saying. So Nathan Frazier sounds good. <laughs> uh, so Magic 8-Ball, does Carmelo Hayes regain his title? Yes, definitely. Boys, 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 calm down. Magical wheel of fun? Nathan Fraser. We're screwed. Uh, or By say, the way, if anybody's curious, this is how I pick AEW. Yep. That's why she is the AEW expert. No. It's <laughs> not why I'm the AEW expert. Um, I am not an AEW expert at all. It was a fluke. Anyway, the NXT Championship is on the line where you Braun Breaker taking on Ilya Dragunov, turning, uh, taking on JD McDonough. And here is the moment, everybody, where I forgot... That they turned Jamie, J.D. McDonough into a douche. I completely <laughs> forgot they did that because they went to the interview segment on NXT with Kevin Owens, which, by the way, was fantastic. It was. And is, Jordan Devlin walks out, and I'm like, oh, right, right. About the time I stopped watching, that's what they did. They they had him cruising around Florida in a convertible being a tool. I completely forgot about that. 
Ilya Dragunov is as tense as ever, and then there's Braun Breaker. So we have to talk about Braun Breaker because um, he's got to be getting called up soon, right? You would, you would expect. Like it's, it, he has been champion, I think, for he lost it and then he won it back, and so he's been champion off and on for about a year now. I feel like they've done, based on the limited exposure that I've had to him with him, about all they can do for him. Um, in NXT, I don't think he needs really any further development. I think he's good to go. Um, so it could be that he's coming up. I could see them giving it to Dragunov just because Dragunov is a former NXT UK champion. Um, he is perfectly credible. He did a fantastic match with Walter, aka Gunter, um, a few years ago now. Last year, year before last. No, not year before last. That was COVID. 2019, maybe? Something, um, something like that. But they had a really fantastic match. Dragunov carried UK through COVID and into the post-COVID era until UK kind of shut down. He was, until he lost the title, due to an injury. Um, so he's never actually pinned for it. I don't know about JD McDonough. I have no idea what's going on there, other than he was sitting there in a puffy vest with no shirt. <laughs> Acting she... looking, looking like a douche, and Kevin calling him out on it. <laughs> I mean, he... I have to give him credit, though. Like, if they're going to turn you into a douche nozzle, sell the shit out of it, and he's selling the shit out of it. So, I mean bravo there but yeah like i i don't know enough about this other than i feel like Braun's time in nxt is very rapidly coming to an end there's no especially like under the new system there's no reason to keep him down here not if he can be utilized up on the main roster elsewhere um so because i am familiar with Ilya dragunov i am picking Ilya dragunov they sort of discredited jd <laughs> the entire thing I don't want to discredit JD, but I just don't know enough about him. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's Jordan Devlin, and I know Jordan Devlin can go, but at the same time, like, I'm looking at where they're looking, and it's like, well, Dragunov would be a good champion. Yeah. I mean, and he carries himself like a champion, as we've seen in NXT UK. He was their champion for a while. <sighs> I don't think they're bringing Brown up yet for the simple fact I don't think, because especially with all the talent they've brought up, there's a spot for him yet where he fits in appropriately. Because if you're bringing him up, you need some heels for him to work. And I don't think there's enough heels that they're building where he fits in just yet. I think a rumble time frame would be better. You have him in the rumble and that, that's sort of his launching point to be on the main roster and then you find something for him to do I think with one lack of premium live events to sort of build him up to two you you're you got Bray now you have Baron Corbin being rebuilt and with no focus in, on especially on Raw with a world title I don't know if you bring in the former NXT champion and have him not like just flounder a little bit maybe but i feel like the title needs to potentially come off of him just to sort of do that reset on the brand i mean i know you have bray but we don't know what Bray's going to be yet and bray is going to be a very slow burn oh, yeah. in terms of what they're going to do because i don't anticipate bray being in the ring for at least another month legit because if you go back and you look, and this is no indication whatsoever, none, zero, none. But if you go back and you look at the cult leader and you go back and you look at the uh, Funhouse stuff, 
they were very slow to put him in the match and put him in the ring. He in the cult leader gimmick, he had the boys kind of take care of everything for him, and then in the fun house, he stayed in the fun house until the fiend showed up, and then the fiend started murdering everybody. Um, so I feel like for Bray, there's going to be a very similar sort of slow burn with him because this is the build up to his return match, um, to WWE, where it's the first time he's wrestled in the company in over a year. So that's a big deal. It's his first match back. They're going to make a big deal out of it. So you could have Braun come up and kind of start to build Braun up because you have time with Braun. Like you're not going to point him at Roman right away, but you could have Braun come up. You could have him work with somebody like Walter. Um, Gunter. Gunter. I should say Gunter. Gunter. It's Gunter now. Um, Yeah, but I I think they're, I don't know. I think you just need more if you're going to bring him up, he needs to be built in with a splash, and I think floundering in, in a couple with a couple months of nothing really to do. Unless you want to push him right to Seth and have Braun and Seth go for a while on Raw. You could. I mean, you could. You, I'm not saying it would happen right away, but basically what you do is you have him lose the title here, and then at the next premium live event, you could do him versus either McDonough or Dragunov. And that's the send off. And then you potentially have, um, you could have Braun because it's what, October, the next, when's the next premium live event for NXT? Supposedly, December? supposedly December, yeah. So if you have the send off in December, December's a crap month for wrestling anyway. So realistically, you could have him be a surprise entrant for the Royal Rumble and have him come in in the Royal Rumble. And that's how you sort of have him show up. And then he can bounce back and forth if he needs to. And then you eventually just get him onto the main roster. You could. I, I'm still thinking Braun retains. That, that's my pick. I'm going Braun retains. So you're going Ilya? I'm going Ilya. Magic 8-Ball. Does Braun Baker retain? No. Okay, we'll come back to Magic 8-Ball here in a second. Wheel? Wrestler 1. Has Braun. Does JD win the belt, 8-Ball? Most likely. So there you go. We have breaking news to end the show. Oh. Sources. The Panthers are trading star running back Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers. Interesting. Hmm. For draft picks. Draft picks. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's such a cop-out when you get traded, like when they trade somebody for draft picks. Unless they're first-rounders. But even still, like that's, we're not even going to trade you for another player. We're going to trade you for draft picks. Trade for a future player. But yeah, so that that's breaking news. <laughs> I like how the announcers are trying to walk around. It's not official yet, but he's looking for a spot. So we'll see. Anyway, I think that's it for us tonight. I think that's for us. So you got stuff to plug, so plug away. Saturday night, midnight-ish. Another edition of CB Radio. CBRadio.com, GaryTheGreatDebate.com. Before that, will be Fortnite with Friends, probably around 10.30. We'll, we'll, we'll shoot for that. It's the Halloween update. Lindsay's not happy with it, so... It's not that I'm not happy with it. It's just this is not my most favorite time of year in Fortnite because in the past they've overdone it to the point that it's like I just don't want to she, play she, it. She doesn't like the zombies. Anyway, so we'll see what happens Saturday night, midnight ish. Um, Sunday nights, WTR Sunday night, Russell Talk Radio. What Tim and Brent talk about, we'll figure it out, but they'll be live Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Monday night, it's the Raw Post Show, 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll review Halloween Havoc. Uh, coming soon, the Rack Extra Reviews PGA Tour 2K23. That should be available tomorrow or Saturday. And coming soon, the Rack Extra Reviews. As we look over and try to grab it. 
The Big Bang Theory, the definitive inside story of the epic hit series. That'll be available on Monday, probably. So, content coming your way. So there's that. It's Rock Radio Show on all social media platforms or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search the Rock Radio Show. It's at Wild Talk Radio, Facebook.com, it's Wild Talk Radio Network. If you have that Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account called Prime Gaming, you can support the channel very simply by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can also use creator code RocketSock or Linz M. Ward in the Fortnite item shop or Epic Game Store. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Ward, L-I-N-S-W-R-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Ward, Same as the Twitter. You can also check out my YouTube, lensward.rackreadyshow.com. Or just look for Ward on the YouTube. And while you're on YouTube, check out youtube.com slash mbg1211. That's Matt's content. It's super fun. It's awesome. So please go check him out. We would all appreciate it. And so for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You can listen to Rock right here on wildtalkradio.com. And we will see you next week. Till then.